0: What are the qualities of a good listener? And what if you could make listening your superpower in 2021? Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Jana, also known as Jana. And in today's episode, I'm revisiting what it means to be a good listener and sharing my top three insights for improving our listening habits so we can create lasting connections at work and at home. 2020 forced most of us to adapt our communication style at work and at home. We practiced schmizing or smiling with our eyes while wearing a mask, and we schooled ourselves on how to look our best on video calls. We also struggled with pandemic-related communication perils, including social isolation and outrage-driven headlines and political discourse. So what does all of this mean for 2021? 2021? Should we sharpen our wits for more verbal sparring? Maybe, but if we want to build rapport, trust, and collaborative productivity, now is the time to elevate our listening skills with colleagues, friends, family, and even strangers. We have everything to gain, and we might even surprise ourselves by what we learn. Here are several insights about listening I've taken from titles I reviewed on my podcast, Audiobook Reviews in 5 Minutes, as well as some new ideas. Insight number one, get curious, not furious, reframing conversations. Do you fondly reminisce about losing your temper and speaking your truth at some point last year, or last week for that matter? I'm willing to bet that even if you savored a moment of righteous indignation, you didn't love the entire aftermath Maybe you even feel secretly embarrassed or regretful that you strained or severed an important relationship. What if, instead of telling it like it is, you put the brakes on your reactivity and channel the spirit of curiosity? In his 2016 book, Never Split the Difference, former FBI hostage negotiator Chris Voss brilliantly outlines his approach to negotiation, a term he applies broadly to all conversations that start with, I want, including arguments with your child over bedtime, setting expectation with your boss or direct reports, as well as more obvious negotiations in sales and government relations. Voss illustrates the art of reframing conversation context by asking calibrated questions that start with what or how. These two words can calibrate pretty much any question he explains, Does this look like something you would like can become, how does this look to you? Or what about this works for you? Examples of calibrated questions, and remember here to listen carefully to the answers to get the most out of the feedback is, what is the biggest challenge you face? What about this is important to you? How can I help to make this better for us? How would you like me to proceed? Or how can we solve this problem? Voss adds, when you are verbally assaulted, do not counterattack. Instead, disarm your counterpart by asking a calibrated question. Voss's ideas underscore the truth that a lack of curiosity is conversational kryptonite. If you're merely waiting for your turn to speak, how can you possibly listen to what your conversation partner is saying? let alone ask them intelligent and thoughtful questions. If you find yourself getting distracted by anger, boredom, or a sense of overwhelm while listening, try silently repeating your conversational partner's words back to yourself as they speak them. Insight number two. Words can conceal what silence reveals. Watch for nonverbal communication. If you're anything like me, you've had your fill of conference video chats in 2020. Fun fact, oiz gezoomt is a freshly coined Yiddish word meaning fatigued or bored by Zoom. But consider the advantages of one-on-one personal video conversations, especially compared to text message exchanges. While our expanding library of emoji options is fun, social media posts and texting have distinct disadvantages, both of them are prone to misinterpretation and ultimately, they're inefficient for intimate conversations that demand emotional nuance. Gestures, facial expressions, tone of voice, eye contact, or lack thereof, body language, posture, and other ways people communicate without using words are missing when we text. Yet these behaviors comprise nearly 55-90% to 90% of human communication. No matter how you slice the data, there's a lot of information and context we miss in audio-only and text conversations. In Julian Treasure's 2018 book, How to Be Heard, Secrets for Powerful Speaking and Listening, the sound expert and communication visionary highlights how to retune your ears for conscious listening to other people and to the world around you. Treasure highlights, quote, Listening is something we have to work at. It's a relationship with sound. And yet, it's a skill that none of us are taught, unquote. If you're not able to meet in person for a conversation, consider planning a focused one-on-one video chat with the best possible internet connection you have access to, so you'll have more visual cues to work with. And even without video, gaining access to the best audio quality, will enhance your conversation experience and convey respect for your conversation partner. Insight number three, your mindset and habits. Practice, not perfection. All the best insights and advice about listening, well, they're only as useful as our ability to apply them in real life. As a communications professional, I see opportunities for better connection and meaningful engagement every day, But many of these opportunities fail to materialize into results because so many of us focus merely on broadcasting or shaping a conversation without listening or engaging in a response. If you look around you at the strongest, most loving relationships and the most effective leaders and teams, consider how they prioritize listening instead of merely pushing their messages out to their audience. These individuals and teams listen thoughtfully when they ask for feedback, and they use conflict as an opportunity to engage and collaborate instead of becoming entrenched in their position or argument. As Kate Murphy illustrates in her 2020 book, You're Not Listening, What You're Missing and Why It Matters, being listened to has become such a novelty because it's a challenging skill to learn in our frenetic attention economy. Quote, Despite living in a world where technology allows constant digital communication and opportunities to connect, it seems no one is really listening or even knows how, and it's making us lonelier, more isolated, and less tolerant than ever before. She also cites World Health Organization reports that show in the last 45 years, suicide rates have risen 60% globally a trend directly correlated to sustained feelings of loneliness and lack of connection. The good news is that you hold a distinct advantage if you can become a better listener, since this skill is in short supply and demand continues to rise. Practicing listening is essential to our ability to listen carefully, Murphy adds. Listening is more of a mindset than a checklist of do's and don'ts, it's a very particular skill that develops over time by interacting with all kinds of people without an agenda or having aids there to jump in if the conversation goes anywhere unexpected or untoward. Murphy adds, quote, Listening is arguably more valuable than speaking. Wars have been fought, fortunes lost, and friendships wrecked for lack of listening. Calvin Coolidge famously said, No man ever listened himself out of a job. It is only by listening that we engage, understand, connect, empathize, and develop as human beings. It is fundamental to any successful relationship, whether it's personal, professional, and political. Unquote. Consider your listening habits and your most important relationships. Are there opportunities for you to practice better listening? And which of these habits can help set the tone in your next conversation? Which habits can you put into practice every day? So why does this matter? The events of 2020 serve as a stark reminder of what happens when history repeats itself and we have to relearn hard lessons while we're distracted and outraged. Becoming better listeners can only improve our ability to connect meaningfully in 2021. And most of us stand to benefit significantly if we can practice our listening skills deliberately every day. Best of all, practicing is free and we can make it as fun or challenging as we need it to be. That's all for this episode of Audiobook Reviews in 5. Thanks for listening. If you've not yet done so, please subscribe to Audiobook Reviews in 5 on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and many others. By subscribing, you help increase the profile of this podcast and chances of other listeners finding it. I look forward to checking in with you all again soon. Please stay safe and be well.